So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I wanted to really just talk about like what we were talking about the other night, which was reflecting on a year ago. And yesterday was the year since the WHO, as we you know, is World Health Organization. Uh, I was like, what? Who? <laughs> the WHO. But who? Oh, yeah, yeah. That thing the we band? talked about. Uh, so it was a year yesterday, Thursday, the 11th. And then I think for St. Louis County, it was probably sometime like the 20th, 17th. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I'm thinking like the 17th or 19th. I don't know why. It, our kids are on spring break. I know that. And that's, we just kind of knew we are not going back to school. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, there's no way. Right. Right. But I do remember we went to Castlewood Park and we didn't have masks. But we were staying six feet and everybody was like, when the, someone was approaching you, it was like the seas were parting and one was going uh, this way right. and then the other was right. going, yeah. Right. So what else do you remember about? Really, I want to just remember that in March, but then kind of all of April and then yeah. May. And then really what we learned, I've, I learned a lot about myself in the last year. And I know you for sure did probably more, like you grew as a person more than I did. And so I just want to. I don't know. Just me and you. Just chit chat. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I remember it must have been like sometime within a couple of weeks of the kids' spring break in the official quarantine lockdown situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to go to the drive-through at Andy's and get some ice cream. And I remember we were driving, and you know, the course the roads were so empty, and I had not seen that. You know, so that was weird at first. And then you passed the entrance to the ice cream place. And it was like one of those things where it's like, dang it, we're going to have to like go down to the next like spot, loop back around. And I instantly was like, oh, like we missed it. Oh, like so annoyed. And then I was instantly like, oh, wait, this does not matter Mm -hmm. at all. We literally have nothing to do for the rest of the day. Probably nothing to do tomorrow. (laughs) Like this doesn't matter. And that feeling of like, it was like a lifting actually of this intensity of, oh gosh, like we're going to, you know, not have time or we're got to turn around. Oh, so annoying. Like it totally just lifted off and was like, whoa, this is a new thing. This is a new way to think mm-hmm. about the situation, a new way to feel about it. And I, that just, that kind of continued in multiple moments throughout this whole year. Yeah. Yeah. That, that change of perception and just like actually for me, an actual feeling change. Yeah. I do remember driving, uh, it was Manchester Road. So St. Louis people will understand that. If you're not from St. Louis, it's just one of the most busy uh Yeah, it's roads. probably the street you hate the most in your area. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's that one. It's just all, like the weekend, it's terrible to be on. But uh, I think we went because it was still light outside. So it was probably five, six o'clock. And, and normally that would be a terrible time to be on that road with rush hour. Mm-hmm. And it was fairly empty. Mm-hmm. Like a Sunday evening, but Emptier. middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. And then I would re- I would remember shortly after, probably April, like driving and looking over. You know, we'd drive across the parkway and you could see the highway. Mm-hmm. And when the highway would normally be really busy, it was just empty. Yeah. And just how weird that was. Mm-hmm. I, I pulled up photos from a year ago. So I I have a a meme from the 18th of 
March, and it's with Ron Burgundy, and he's quoting when they got in the big fight with the other newscast gang, like, you know, 30 minutes into the movie, and he says, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> I mean, that really got out of a hand fast. Yeah. That really got out of hand fast. Yeah. And it, the title says, me thinking back on the last five days. And so that was on March 18th. So literally in like five days, I think that's when we yeah, were like, whoa, that. okay, hey, we're going to have mm-hmm. to, like kids aren't going to go back to school. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to go to work. Like we're not going anywhere. Like me and the kids were home. Like if we had to go get something, we would send you out to go get it. And it was just me and the kids at home. And we were doing things like, well, let's do some watercoloring. And like one of my friends, I was like, hey, I text her. I was like, we're watercoloring. And she like made little videos of, of herself mm-hmm. doing watercoloring tutorials for the kids so that they could follow along. Mm-hmm. and. You know, kids authors like Mo Willems were putting out videos on YouTube for kids to watch. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it seemed like there was just like all these new things popping up of like people being like, hey, let me help you out. Like, this is a weird time. Let's see what I can do to help. Mm -hmm. We played Monopoly a lot at the beginning. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at pictures. That's why I was like, oh, jog my memory. The kids Um, played outside a lot more than they normally did. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. one day looking out the window and they were playing and it was just like all the things that had really been weighing on me and like making me feel like less than or making me feel like, oh, you know, I'm really, I should be doing this or I, sh- I should be achieving this thing. It just was like, those feelings aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. It suddenly like things became put into a different perspective. The things that really were almost, you know, obsessive in thoughts or, you know, those weren't, they didn't have that hold on me anymore. And it was like this whole, like I said it earlier, just like this whole new perspective, this whole new feeling, this whole new way of being actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was such a nice deep thought and now, here's my moving back up to the <laughs> surface <laughs> here's mine because i'm still looking and i'm like okay well the kids went back to school i remember i took a first day of e-learning homeschool march 25th mm-hmm. at 8 56 so that was like their first day at home picture yeah. and then on march go back march 22nd we did our first zoom bracket challenge with oh, our friends and it was yes. ca- the best casual dining which, by the way, Dewey's one, if they're listening. And then we did another one shortly after on the 25th on, like, best vacation spot to go to. You we had, like, Belize, Alaska, Swiss. Yes, I remember mountains. that. You know what's weird about that memory that now I have, like, re-remembering it is that it was kind of weird to be like, hey, friends, you want to get together, like, on Zoom? On Zoom? Like, that was kind of a weird thing. Like, and it was weird for me, like, seeing myself and, like, on a screen and my, seeing my friends' faces. And then it's just, like, it was it was weird. But now it's like, hey, let's go, let's talk, go on talk on Zoom. Let's right. go watch this class on Zoom. It's That's like, how we're recording this now. Just kidding. Yeah, well, <laughs> now it's just, like, not a thing. It's, like, not weird, not a big deal. But when it started, it was like, oh, this is kind of weird. It became a verb. Let's just Zoom. Yeah. Here's that picture. Do you remember this? That's when you flipped your hair over mine, and I had like... Oh, yeah. Do you see that? This is a fun game. If you have a <laughs> husband without a lot of hair, and you have you yourself have long hair, you just get behind your husband, and you flip your long hair over the top of his head, so it looks like he suddenly has long hair like you, and it's pretty funny. 
Good I'll, times. I'll post that picture too. Good times. Uh, and everybody's laughing. So I want to know. Um, yeah, we we were outside a lot. We walked mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I remember Christy made us masks. That was like yes, our first our mask. First and masks. I and and I would wear the lab gloves mm-hmm. out to Target with mm-hmm. a mask. Mm-hmm. And because we and there's like no toilet paper. Oh, no, a lot of things, many things there was not. And. Can you recall, you said this the other night, can you recall the feeling you had when you were in the grocery store, kind oh. of prior to all of that, but just that that Walking feeling. Walking into the store for the first time and seeing... When it was all kind of hitting the fan yes, quick. and you see all the empty shelves and you feel just the panic and the worry and the fear in some people in the store and... It was too much to bear. Like it was really, it was a it was a lot to take in. So I started going to the store with headphones in, mm-hmm. listening to music because I couldn't take in all of what was happening in the environment around me. And just the it is a strange feeling again when you look at a shelf and what you need is gone. And you look at you go to the next aisle and you look at that shelf and what you need there is gone. And then you go to the freezer section and what you need there is gone. This feeling of what I need is gone. Yeah. And everyone around me almost feels like vultures, like because they want to go get that last thing. They want to make sure they got it. It was just a it's a very strange, strange feeling there in the beginning. Very tense. Very tense. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. And it's like, also, get away from me at the same time. Also, back up. <laughs> also, yeah. put your mask on. Also, stop breathing like that. Also. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, even still now, if someone's close, I'm like, what What are you doing? But I remember, especially the first month, someone would get just right up behind you. You know, it's like, just like, do you not know? <laughs> do you not know we're supposed to be six feet plus mm-hmm. away? Yeah. Uh, what were some... What were some good things that came? Let's say let's take the first three months. So March, April, May. Those were probably the hardest. Yeah, let me ask you, what are some good things? About me? Or in general? The question you were asking me, I want you to ask yourself. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Oh, the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. How the turntables have turned. Uh well, we watched Tiger King. What a waste (laughs) of our life. Uh, <laughs> uh, Regrets. Man. None. I have a few. Uh, and Tiger King is one I mention. Yep, there's the. the meme so many good memes. Uh, oh, the. Okay. It says day 14 of no sports, watching a gay zoo manager seduce straight men with tigers <laughs> and meth. Oh, God. Well, what did I learn? Well, I learned how to <laughs> slow down. Um, that. So I think I've told you, and I've probably said this before on on the show, but going into 2020, I felt like the word of the year for me or like what God was wanting to do for me was rest. And this was at a time in my life where I was not doing well rest-wise. Um, I actually saw a like my to-do list from back in February of last year. And it was like three companies, a whole page on one side and the other. 
and it was at the end of the day, and like I only had gotten half of it done, and that was a normal day. I'm just shaking my head, like, and so here I am, like juggling with how to rest, and I'm not doing it well at all. And then I was basically everybody was forced to rest. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was, I think, really, really good, and then it became a really nice rhythm for me to well there was a point in time and, and I don't want to go into it too much but from like all of April was a giant mess mm. do you remember how much like I had to work yes and yes. it was terrible yes and you were cutting down bamboo oh my gosh digging and, it out oh that was another thing of quarantine you were digging out bamboo I, that had spread in our yard I dug out and feet and feet and feet of bamboo but do you remember when I came out miles on like a quote break and I grabbed the axe from you. Oh my god! And I just went to town because I was just I so frustrated. Forgot about that. Uh-huh. Yes, I am re-remembering that. So for me, when I look back of quarantine, it's like this two-sided coin. It's oh, I I got to rest and I got to really spend time with you and the kids. Mm-hmm. And as such an extrovert, for me, like that was hard, but it was also really a welcome rest in a way of like, hey, this is nice. I can just be a homebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then work sucked Mm -hmm. so bad that it was really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And then now I kind of forgot about all that too, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of frustration. Yeah. And anger. Yeah. And like, yeah. Staying up late. Yeah. Waking up super early. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. I would stay up until like one or two in the morning. Ridiculous. And then get back, back up at like seven to keep working. And so, um, so that was hard. But I think also I, I look back at the summer and then like we were able to still go to Florida and taking that entire time off. And I did a little work, but it was just more off. Mm-hmm. And that I don't know how well I would have been able to do that had I not had this whole quarantine thing happen prior to where like I, I learned how, how to slow down. Right. You don't know how you would have been able to S- slow down, down in the way you did yes. yeah. this trip without kind of having practiced it right right beforehand right because of quarantine right um and something i don't know if i've ever really told you i think i might have but even to this day between the hours of 350 to by the time the kids go to bed it's a really hard time for me because in that period that's when also i was still like on call all the time and and so now i have really kind of I guess it would be anxiety to where I I'm like I don't know what to do with myself not working in these times because I want to be down there for dinner and hanging out but my mind is like what if work calls Mm -hmm. and I have a like my situation is totally different now so I shouldn't worry Mm -hmm. but that's that internally is in there Mm -hmm. so doc what do you think about that I think you know the body has a pattern now the body is remembering this is what I do during these times when I start to feel this one little hint of whatever, this is what I do. Mm. And uh, Old trenches and new trenches, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I go into that old trench of, yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm. it, it happens so fast, but it's really by the time the kids get home from school, mm-hmm. it's really hard to relax. I'd rather just go to bed. Mm. Escape. Yeah. 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 So. Moving on. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? What, so what did you learn? Because you, I, oh. I, I want to brag on you, but I don't, I know how you are. 
But if, n- if no one became... hears this, you can brag on me, and I won't be embarrassed. Okay, we'll just say that. <laughs> uh, you have come so far in your personal life and journey. You started meditating in 2020. You well, was with the 2019. I think it was 2019. I don't really. I think so. Okay. Okay. Because it was well, not new. When... But you got well. You just became such a more whole person. So what have you learned? What have I learned? My wife, that, by the way, and I've said this before, you are a wise old sage. Oh, boy. Well, I would say what quarantine specifically and, you know, this new style of living has helped me be able to do is really gain a wider perspective on and prioritize the things that I held as really these ultimate importances um, regarding my own worth and my own value um, and realizing that all those things on the outside, um, they, they cannot provide what I need mm-hmm. and that it is, it is actually already on the inside of who I am you know, that's where that value and that worth comes from, not from the outside. And it takes time, you know, to really be able to identify what those things are on the outside because they feel like good things. They feel like right things, you know, and when they're mm-hmm. threatened, you feel strongly about them because, you know, those are good and right things for me. Um, so it takes time to be able to identify them because they're so cloaked in other things. You know, you can't see it straight off. Um, but I think quarantine and having those external opportunities or external situations kind of taken away that does open your ability to see the wider landscape yeah that's true that's very true uh can i ask you in terms of like enneagram Mm -hmm. thought as your number Mm -hmm. a two how did you handle all of like and, and outside of just quarantine, but I felt like every day it was just more bad news mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. The news was unbearable to watch. Yeah. And uh, how was that? Like from your... From an, from my from, specific Enneagram yeah, perspective? Yeah. <laughs> how did you... How, how did you handle it just coming from your, your lens, your worldview? Yeah. Of, okay. Well, so... Based on where I was in my life at that point, it, it helped me to do that internal work because the external world was taken away. Mm-hmm. So there was no there was no access to that. So it it did make it more available to me to do the inner work and to be more um, reflective on myself Um yeah, because that external world wasn't there. And I think for, and I was just listening to this on a podcast, so it's fresh in my mind, but um, an Enneagram expert, um, Beatrice Chestnut, who's also a two, was saying that for for a two, like the work is all internal. You think everything is what you need is on the outside. You think everything that's going to um, help you feel good about who you are is on the outside in the forms of reflections and getting vibes from things. 
but the real work for a two is all internal. It's all looking inward. And so because of, you know, where I was at that certain point in my life and then the external world being very limited and Mm -hmm. off limits to some regard, it really did force slash help me do that internal, internal work. That's good. Yeah. Um, How do you how do you feel now? Just out of curiosity, I don't know if we've ta- we've talked about this, but like, there's light at the end of the tunnel, um, and then we're gonna be at this stage where it's like this weird in between, and I think we're starting that now, where things are starting they will start to be open more, mm-hmm. and so. How do you feel about that? About things being opened again? Yeah, and, and, and just kind of getting back. To, I, I think so many people will rush back to mm-hmm. what was normal. Mm-hmm. And I, I worry about that as much as I'm excited about that, mm-hmm. but I'm also nervous. What are you nervous about? Well, one, I'm, I'm nervous that there's going to be a giant uptick in cases and everything's going to go back and shut down. Mm-hmm. And then summer's going to just be a cluster again. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um and I'm, you know, I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't like it. I'm kind of tired of it, but I also am so used to it. But I also, I don't want someone like standing two feet away from me in line. Or I like the idea of spaced out at restaurants. Mm-hmm. Now, we live in the Midwest where you can do that. I know in New York City, there's restaurants that only can seat 16 people. And our space is only this big. And so you all have to fit yeah, in here. So yeah. So I'm, I'm saying just as a generalized statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like sitting on an airplane again. Like when we we were on a plane in end of the year, Christmas time, and it was weird, mm-hmm. like to be that close to people mm-hmm. again. And I just don't know. I don't. I think some people might throw all caution to the wind, mm-hmm. and I'm just a little leery of that. Probably not logical. But yeah, I don't know. like we say, throw all caution to the wind. Like they're going to go on a plane, like coughing and like sneezing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just. Not care. Mm-hmm. You're afraid somebody would do that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I just didn't know what, what your thoughts were as we yeah get towards well, summer and things You know, open. like, it'll be, you know, what it will be. People will choose what they will choose. And I think the, w- the part that I have control over is how I choose to live the rest of, you know, my life. And I don't... For for me, I don't want to go back to the calendar that is full Monday through Saturday. You know, I don't want to go back to that. I'm afraid of that naturally happening, and I, I do not want that. I really value and appreciate and feel at peace with the way that our calendar has been looking Mm -hmm. and yes it has you know filled up a little bit more here and there um but i wouldn't say filled up i mean it's compared to what it was before not at all i would not say filled up i mean things are happening (laughs) versus nothing happening yeah um you know but i i want my life to stay to stay simple and to stay peaceful and to stay uncomplicated and less chaotic as, as possible. And that's something that I 
have a say in, you know, that's something that I have control mm-hmm. in. Like that's my life, my choices. You know, I don't have a say in how seating arrangements will be in, in public places. Um, you know, I don't have a say in social distancing preferences. You know, I know that if someone's too close to me, I will take some, a few steps the other way. You know, I just don't want to have, um, I see the conflict that could definitely happen in public situations, but I want to try to remain peaceful about it. And, um, know that the only person that I have control over is myself. Yeah. And See, wise words. <laughs> I don't know about it that. It is. Well, you're about how, like, only you can control your responses. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, it's so true. So easy and so true. Um, you mentioned the calendar. You know, like, our calendar in the kitchen was... Every night. It was ridiculous looking. I mean, There's so much stuff on there. All, every would, month. We would tell people, like, oh, okay, you want to hang out? Let's see. How about four weeks from now? Mm-hmm. Looks like we got a Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I, I really have gotten used to, instead of being at like 95% capacity, I think we went to like zero and we're probably what at like a 30% capacity in our schedule, maybe 40. We've trimmed I, a lot of I'm stuff out. I'm thinking it's way less. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, maybe when the kids had basketball, it was around that 30 or 40. But now that they don't have basketball, oh, yeah, I feel sure. like it's less. For sure. Right. Right. I really do value that. And I don't want it going over 30 or 40. I don't like the way that is. Mm-hmm. You also didn't grow up. So I think it's too, it's in, it is interesting. I like, I grew up, like, every night of the week there's something. Mm-hmm. And that was just normal. And... But normal now. But nor- Exactly. So now I saw the another side of the coin, and I was like, I actually prefer this mm-hmm. a lot. Me too. And I like not being in a hurry. Remember when, like, we used to, like, any any night that we did have a couple hours open, would we sit at home? No. We would always be going up to a mall to go <laughs> walk around. Just doing we, something. We would go up to the Y, the YMCA. Mm-hmm. Like, there would not, we would not take any time to just be at home it's like okay vince is home from work kids are home from school i made a quick dinner at like 4 30 or 5 like right. let's go out and like just stay busy and like whatever yeah, yeah. i do not want that i don't want that again mm-hmm. and i didn't know i didn't want it until it wasn't available for me to not have right right so that's a great question like what is it that you thought you wanted but now that it's not available to have, you realize, oh, I don't, I don't ever want that thing again. Mm-hmm. How could I have ever wanted that in the first place? Right, right. That's a good point and a very good thought. Now I'm thinking, like, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to ruminate on that one for a minute. And it's not like those were bad things either, you no, know. And that's why it's hard. Inherently bad. That's right. why it's hard to see them right. in in any other in any other way. Right, right. What do you think um, just this whole past year did for the kids? I know we're going to speak for the kids, mm-hmm. but. I was really impressed with them and surprised at how well they got along when the whole quarantine thing started. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised. And you know what? I feel like now that I'm thinking about this, 
there are way less systems that I have to put in place for them daily to basically say, if you behave X, Y, Z, treat your brother or sister X, Y, Z, here are your consequences, blah, blah, blah. And here's a chart. If you do well throughout the week, these are the things I expect, you know, that qualify as doing well. If you hit those marks, you get a little star. And if you get so many stars, you get a reward. Here's your reward. And here's what it'll be. I have not had to do anything like that. I mean, I feel like more than six months, like maybe when summer hits, I'll have to break that, those kinds of systems out again, but I don't really have to do those systems anymore as much, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's huge. I mean, that used to be like every day is like, here's reminders. Here's how we treat each other. Here's how we act, you know? And so I think they've, they've learned how to be with each other better. And they've, they've learned how to be with each other and me all, you know, us together. Mm -hmm. They've, yeah. Yeah, I think they learned how to live together a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I've i just seen them grow up so much. Like, this was real-world stuff that yeah. they had to deal with. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, I don't know, what's what's kid stuff to deal with? I don't even know. <laughs> but, like, this was, like, a legit... Like, the new Lego set? Yeah. Like, and it's not I available get, at Target? Did, right. Oh, my God. That, you know, or, you know, I don't know. Like, this was deep, yeah, hard Remember, conversations, scary because of unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, Abe and Sydney, remember at one point, like, they both expressed to me fears about what if it happens to someone in our family? Yeah. And then what happens if they die? Can we go to their... This was before... This is in the beginning. So they're asking questions like if that person were, mm-hmm. were in our family and they die, could we go to their funeral? And if we go to their funeral, are we going to get it? And blah, 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 blah. And yeah. Yeah. So they were confronted very quickly with real issues. Mm-hmm. And I think, I I don't know, I'm biased towards us, but I feel like we handled it really, really as best as we could. Um, I mean, that's really all anyone can do is handle it really right. the best that you can. Right. Uh, yeah, I just, I've, I'm so impressed by them because of how they handled it and just how much they've grown. And, and part of it's because they're growing up anyway, but I feel like they got introduced to actual problems, not mm. 10 and seven year old problems, but like yeah. life. And they yeah. handled it really well. And at the same time, I feel really sorry for them that they had to handle oh, it. Oh, yeah. And like, we can't go out anymore. Like, you know, that was. I can't see your friends. Uh, Abe was probably like, okay, I'll do Legos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just even the friends thing, though. I mean, that, I know mm-hmm. that was eaten on Sydney for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I remember, I, like, they would, the kids in the neighborhood and in the school district would do letters in each other's mailboxes. Oh, yes. And then, like, you get a letter from a friend and you write a letter and you go deliver it and put it in their mailbox. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I do. And I remember Abe's um, teacher last year, her husband made birdhouses for all the kids That's in that right. class. And she delivered birdhouses uh-huh. to all the kids. And we still have the birdhouse hanging up outside and he painted it. And yep. I remember um, Sydney's teacher did like a flat Stanley where she was like, she here's went a to pic- every house with the flat Stanley. And she's like, here's them. a picture of me as a flat Stanley. Like put this different places and share it yep. with me. Yep. Yeah, I do remember mm-hmm. that. And then do you remember... All the kids in the sidewalk chalk. 
oh on the gosh. driveway. So when it was yes. nice and we were all walking, like stained glass sidewalk. Stain, yes, that's exactly what it was. Messages, yeah. like encouraging messages, kids would write yeah. on the driveways. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is like just warming my heart. Just remembering all of this. Like I don't want that to go away. Yeah. And it has, because it's been winter. Right. But spring's back, so maybe there will be more sidewalk chalk messages. I hope. And so I hope we've recognized all of our humanity more yeah. through this, and we get back to that, because that, that was really special. Oh, my gosh. Remember when we would first go walking, and it was so weird because we would see other people walking, and we never saw people walking. It was like everybody. And, <laughs> yeah. and like you would see them, and you like smile and like wave, and uh-huh. you, would, you would never smile and wave uh-huh. at them before. You would just pretend like you didn't see them and keep going, but then it was almost like, hey, like I know what you're going through. Yeah, I yeah. know. Like There was this, I don't know, this unspoken like connection even in the slightest way between you and that other individual mm-hmm. on the street that did not exist before. And th- we were, we were walking and there was a man outside his house just playing his bagpipes. And we, yeah. we heard bagpipes and we were like, where, <laughs> Forgot about that. where are we hearing this from? So we followed the sound and it was a man sitting outside his house playing his bagpipes. Yep. Is that, it's just a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. Like it almost brings tears to my eyes just remembering how people stepped out into this common humanity, whether it's a smile mm-hmm. as you're passing them six feet on the street, or I'm going to play my bagpipes for the neighborhood yeah. and I'm not going to care. And I know people probably aren't going to care either. Like, that's different. Mm-hmm. I know people are going to be open to me playing my bagpipes. Think if that guy played his bagpipes like right a couple now. months before. <laughs> or, or, or a even couple before. months before, yeah. people would be like, that guy needs to shut his windows. He needs to go inside. Who does he think he is? Oh, it's so annoying. But now it was a whole different environment where it was like, yes, play your bagpipes. Yep. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Very true. I, I'm now remembering, I think all of this is probably April because it was just nice enough where everybody was wanting to be outside. Yeah. Um, because for like three weeks, we were still just stuck in home. Rainy and cold. Yeah, it was rainy, cold yeah. March. And so just going on walks. And I do remember, I remember where we were on a certain street and we passed by like four or five different couples and you're kind of navigating and you weren't worried about being in the street because there was no cars. Yeah. So you just walk in the street and you're mm-hmm. like, hi. And mm-hmm. you were just so excited to see another human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you said, it was like we all recognize like, hey, we're all in this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to treat you well and, and nice and smile and wave. And that was really. And it wasn't even an effort. That's the thing. Like nobody had to make a conscious effort to like be nice to someone. So what does that tell it you? It was a natural response to mm-hmm. seeing another human in your neighborhood. It was not something that had to be like, I'm going to go outside today and I'm going to be nice to people. It just came out. Mm-hmm. It just came out. Like it is, <laughs> like that is wired into us mm-hmm. and we choose not to. Because potentially we're used to that full calendar, that staying busy. I don't have time to smile and wave at you. We have other things that that are important that we have mistakenly placed as so important. 
And when the cloaks start coming off of those things and the perspective starts widening and the landscape starts appearing to you and you start seeing more of these things that are alive and living in this landscape that's around you and the fields get wider and wider and people pop up in the landscape, it's... What is that? How do I put a word on that? I think that's, that's the experience. That's, well, I'll go Christian on it. I think that's like when, like that's the kingdom of God. Mm. Like that's what heaven is like. Like mm. when we zoom out and we realize our humanity and the beautiful scenery around us. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. I'm just thinking too, like the openness there is an openness mm. between individuals who strangers. Mm-hmm. That's why that guy could play his bagpipe. There is an openness in him that's like, I need, I want to do this. I need to do this. There's an openness in the neighbors who are like, I want to hear this. I, I can hear this. There's an openness in me to look at someone across the street walking and just look at their eyes and smile at them. Mm-hmm. There is an openness that happened mm-hmm. inside inside people what do you think are easy ways to remember that as we kind of i don't want to say get back to normal but you know like go to whatever stage two of this will be yeah i would say it would be worth taking time like to reflect on your year whatever that year mark is for us it was the spring break And to think about moments where somebody was open with you and remember that interaction and remember what that felt like when that person was open. And then think about a time where you were open towards someone or something and what that felt like for you Mm -hmm. and being able to pinpoint those moments, write them down, like take a video of yourself recalling those moments to remember that openness. Yeah, that's good. You always like the videos to remind you, don't you? Man, sometimes it works though, right? Sometimes you gotta see your own face and hear <laughs> your own voice. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's here's a, a a real question. What do you think twenty twenty did for us? You and me? Yeah. Me and you. You and me. You know, I think I think we definitely, we both grew. Like we mm-hmm. both grew in deeper understandings of ourselves, mm. yeah, of our did. pains, yeah. the, the wounds that we have. Um, and out of that, you know, I think there was a personal individual healing that took place. And um, I don't, I mean, just being on that type of a journey at the same time. I think yeah. was special yeah, and was definitely something. And I mean, and we had some like big changes that weren't all like we're growing and developing. Oh, yay. Right, it was like, painful. oh, I'm changing my job now. Oh, I'm like, there's some major changes that could affect us in a negative way happening as well. And yeah, somehow being able to, not somehow, it's like, I had like a trust in God. I had a trust 
in you. I had a trust in me that when it's like, hey, I'm not going to be doing, I'm not working here anymore. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I know like I have to be out of this place. It was like, yes, that's right. Yeah. All of that is yes. And. Yeah. I, <laughs> I look back to, to what you're saying of growing and developing is like left one, one of, of our startups to go to another startup mm -hmm. that I think if you would have told me when I was in college or 25 to age, ages 25 to 34, I would have been like, mm, I can't see myself doing that. Mm -hmm. But all the growth that had to take place and then not always fun. Yeah. I mean, growth doesn't, Oh God, I, I don't think fun. the meaningful, like deep down in your, in your depths, growth comes from like, well, that was fun. Like, I don't think it comes from that kind of an experience. Right. It's all really the, the pain that brings forth the growth mm -hmm. that brings forth more good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I felt like some good stuff. Obviously, I felt like you and I, we got to spend a lot of time together. So that was great. We got and good at puzzles. We got really good at puzzles. Like, I say good. I don't, we oh. weren't like completing them in a day, oh, but like <laughs> uh, we did puzzle a lot, though. Maybe um, I should say we started attempting puzzles. There we go. And enjoying them together. Did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we invented dodgeball in the basement over mm -hmm. quarantine. That was last March, twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. um, no, but what I was also going to say was like our close group of friends. I feel like I got closer to them. Oh man! Because yeah. it was like this constant checking, checking in. in just like th this re communication that hadn't been there before um right and it wasn't bad either like before it wasn't bad the way we were yeah no not at all but this is like that different type of mm -hmm. interaction mm -hmm. i really value that a lot as yeah, you know me too. and they me know too. but that was really important to mm -hmm. me do you have any regrets looking back at 2020 obviously there's like well, I regret that we didn't we stop this Tiger sooner. King. No, I have no regrets about that. <laughs> um, it was educational and informal. Well, it was educational. I learned a lot about um, tigers. <laughs> I, so I'll tell you, like, I regret having to stress out so much in the first few weeks and not slowing down just to be with the kids. In the beginning? In the beginning, yeah. I wish I could have just... You just, couldn't have. You didn't know I how. know, but, but I wish I could have. Yeah. And that's a regret. But you can give yourself grace on that because you were doing the best you could. You didn't yeah. know how to do better. Sure. You can. I know. I guess. That's what she says. I'm getting choked up. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you have any? Regrets, regrets. Uh, I mean, I can't think of anything major, you know, outside of just like self-judgment. You're like, I wish I would have been less angry about this. I wish I would have been like the perfect mom. Maybe that's mom what mine is. It's self-judgment. I wish I would have been the perfect mom in this situation. Mm -hmm. You know, just the self-judgment stuff that, you know, is, will never go away till the day we die. But, though, you know, that's just self-judgment. Mm -hmm. That's not the, the truth of, you know, who I am or the truth of those experiences overall. Right. That's true. It's just me being a human and doing my best to mm -hmm. be a good one. Mm -hmm. Um. 
you haven't been on here before where I ask you like the tough questions <laughs> at the end or like the really random Ooh. ones. So Vinny's going to ask go. me tough questions. Okay. You're in the hot seat. Did you see it was, it says hot seat on there? So, all right. Uh, one, what's your happy place? My happy place. First thing came to mind is the beach. That's the first thing. I didn't even have to think. It just came into my head. My happy place is being at the beach, walking the beach, picking up shells, getting ankle high in the water because I don't want to go out all the way. But um, hearing the waves, I love it at night or in the evening when the mm-hmm. sun's setting. I love the feeling that's there in the evening. It's just, I love the tall grasses when the wind blows on them. I love watching the kids run towards the water. Ah, I love it. What would be one word to describe that feeling? Perfect. Ah, you ought to move there. Peaceful. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Just joy. Just tove. It's all good. Tove. Ah, look at you. Well done. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. You pulled that one out. Well done, babe. Well (laughs) done. I'm nailing this hot seat. Yeah. Uh, You know, well, like. You know, in the hot seat, I ask, like, serious questions and, like, stupid ones, too. Um, all right. When when you don't have to worry about social distancing mm-hmm. or mask, and you can go anywhere, where are you going? The beach. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Disney cruise. Uh-huh. Oh, man, if I didn't have to worry about social distancing, masks, oh, I would just love to go on that cruise with the kids and see Abe and Sydney. Just run around that boat, do those scavenger hunts, like watch them. Oh, do the slides, watch the movies, get their ice cream cones, like go see plays. Oh, I would just love that. Yeah. You know, this just a random thought, but like how perfect timing was it that we got to go before all this in, yeah, in November and 19. Oh, yeah. And then December, right? January, February. And then boom, like, and we didn't get stuck on a boat. With right. when it, because remember, like right. a couple of those cruise ships yeah. all had it and they had to just stuck out at sea. Everyone, uh-huh. everyone's getting sick. And, and again, though, like it's that one where we are all dealing with this because we would message with Ramiz and uh, Sajia mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and we would, we would message them of like, how are you? Right. We are good. Okay, good. Just checking in. You know, like that. It's mm-hmm. just this whole, we all were going through the same whatever adjective you want experience together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is cool. Um, what is your favorite Netflix show, babe? Oh boy. I've been really trying not to do TV. Yeah. Talk about that. So I can't, do you remember when the, when I started a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago? Oh, okay. So now I'm remembering back to the puzzles. I was super into my puzzles. So I would spend like, hours doing my puzzles and then I noticed oh like I'm not watching tv because I'm sitting here doing puzzles and I was like oh that doesn't feel so bad after Mm -hmm. all I was like oh I wonder what it would be like if I continued to like not watch tv and if I continue to like fill my time with other things like doing puzzles or reading books or singing or meditating or going for walks you know whatever so that's what I've been doing. And I mean, it's not like I don't watch TV. I'm not a weirdo. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a weirdo. I'm not some weirdo. Um, there are, like, I will watch my HGTV hometown new episodes when those come out. Like, that's the thing. Where I'm like, I'm watching, I'm sitting down, I'm watching this. But um, 
Yeah, I've just not been into it lately. Um, but, you know, I do like Call the Midwives. Whenever they get new seasons out on that, I, I definitely will be watching Call the Midwife. That's a good one for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not into seeing live births. <laughs> not unless it's one of my... Studio-created studio, live yeah. births. Yeah. Uh, who, who are you listening to these days on your podcast? On my old podcast. Yeah. Because you got some good ones. I call so, it a podcast. So. You did call it <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> That's podcast with a D, not two Ts. Um, what have I been listening to? Okay. Well, I found this um, podcast with Richard Rohr on it. I think it's called uh, an, A Name for Everything or something. Is it the one Christy sent us? No. No, different one. I don't know. I started listening to that. Some of it's like super high level. I'm just like, whoa, I need you guys to break that down. Mm-hmm. Um, but also very good. Um, there's a podcast called The Confessional. Yeah, talk that, about that. Um, I need to get into that more. I have slacked. I got excited about it and then I slacked. Um, basically, this uh, the person who hosts it, she interviews people who have a confession to make. And it's a non-judgmental space where the person is allowed to give their confession. And it, again, to me, I guess that's just another example of like, that's creating openness between human beings. Like, yeah, I've been the person who's caused a problem for someone that they, and I need to confess for what I did. And then people have also done things to me, you know, and there's confessions regarding that as well. So it's just this, this, let's just be open. Let's just be real. Let's confess in a safe space where we're not going to be judged. And, you know, I don't know. I just love the concept. Um, cause we all have got crap that we need to confess without being condemned for it. Yeah. Did you talk about, did you say this about the end, the blessing? Oh, at the end, the host, I, I can't think of her last name. Her first name is Nadia. Um, she's an ordained minister. I can't tell you any more details because I can't remember them. Um, but at the end, she gives a blessing to every person. And it is not like it's a different heartfelt blessing for each person. Oh, that's just so special. So, so unique in this day and age mm-hmm. to have someone give you a blessing when you've just confessed something right. Right. A major regret, a major mistake that you've made, and to have a blessing given to you. I think that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Got to bring it back up now. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. Hey. What is. Let's see. We're at like fifty minutes. So we should probably stop because, as I was told by somebody, your podcasts your are too are long. Too long. Well, you know what? Don't I listen. Can't. I can't. And even. pause. And you know, Joe Rogan's show is like three hours, and it's like the number one show. If I can go two hours, maybe it could be number two show. Um, what is your favorite memory of me? Because it is my show, so I'm gonna just ask. Oh and man. Okay. Fluff my I feathers have... up a little bit. Okay. Lots of my favorite memories are you. Today, while loading the refrigerator, by the way, are, was hilarious. Are memories that where you have made me laugh. Those are so many of my memories, and and they're 
some of them are at your expense. <laughs> My, me, I don't ever do anything stupid. I will say getting you to laugh is like one of my love languages. <laughs> like hearing and it's you, but like if I can make somebody else laugh, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I yeah, I, feel, I have done it. Yeah, I'm like when I people are laughing with me, I'm like, oh, we're connecting. Yes, like, exactly. It, it's it's a, this not conscious thought I have, but it's like this feeling of like, oh, we're all laughing, we're having a good time, we're connecting. Uh anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to tell on you. I asked. <sighs> All right. Go ahead. I, seriously, I asked, so I don't care. Some of my favorite book. memories of you f- are of you falling. Uh-huh. I kind of thought that's what you're going to say. <laughs> whenever you get your toe caught in a laundry basket and just, <laughs> I see you now. I don't. <laughs> At night too. That's what's funny. It's like you see a, a, <laughs> a shadow figure, figure and then, then you hear thud, bum, 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 and then he's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. I mean, there's been times where. You're trying to be funny at the door, at like a, the door frame, and you're holding onto the door frame trying to do a stretch, and then the stretch gets away from you, and you start going down into the splits, and you're like, oh, God, and you can't recover yourself, and so you just go down and hit the floor all the way, and oh, those are always uh, just good images I'll always have with me. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I'd like to say, you know, I just do those to get the laugh. <laughs> but no, it is literally like I think some me of it, falling. You okay? The one with the toe in the basket. You don't intend that. You and it, and it happens more than once. That's what makes it more funny. Is like how does this keep reoccurring? Yeah. Uh, but no, I memories of you not falling that I like would be when. Oh wait, time out. <laughs> oh wait, you got another one. Do you remember when I fell because <laughs> I thought the chair was behind me? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, you fell you're like who moved the chair <laughs> i literally thought it was one of those like gonna gags where bl- someone pulls the chair out from under like, blame one of us it's like there never was a chair there to begin with the chair is not there and it was a high chair like one of the high top chairs it wasn't like a normal sit down so i yeah, fell was- from, a long- <laughs> from a standing position <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't finish eating my food at that time i was just crying oh laughing so hard Okay, anyway, when I didn't uh, fall. Oh, just memories of you and me, like when we when you dance with me. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I like dancing with you. Okay. Slow dancing in the kitchen. Like yeah. we'll just, I'll put a song on Sonos and we'll just oh, slow dance. Or when we do ridiculous stuff just because we know Sydney's going to roll her eyes at us. Oh, like, uh, what you talking about here with that? When we do our accents, you know, and I'm Paulie from uh, uh, the you don't Bronx. Need, you don't need to know. You don't need it's to know. It's none of your it's business. Really, uh, it's none of your business. Your business. You and, and you do Marlene. Leany. Yes. Leany. Uh, what that else is do hilarious. we do? Sometimes just I think we should finish dance, the episode just, just dancing those around her. Yeah. Well, and she's at the age now. She doesn't like it, seeing us like hug and kiss. That I like. Little brother. Oh, brother. Well. Well, well Paulie. Hey, uh, listen, uh, it's been a really good time. I'm uh, really thankful for you. I'm thankful for you, Paul. Love you so much. <laughs> I can't help but laugh when you <laughs> do it, too. It's so perfect. Uh, I feel like I'm not on with my... You know when It's all right. You'll get there. Yeah. Ah. 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 Right. Ah. Uh, hey, no, uh, in all honesty, uh, what, can, uh, what can people do... 
to help themselves moving into the summer. You know, uh, we're going to be open. And I'm serious. So, like, what you have so much good advice for people. What is one thing you go like, hey, for the next three months, do this, and then we'll. Well, I can only speak go. to giving myself advice for so this. Give yourself one. advice, and, and maybe there's somebody who's like, yeah, me too. Um, my advice for myself over the summer is to uh, enjoy being outside. Get outside. Breathe the fresh air. Be in the sun. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to people you don't want to be kind to. And uh, maintain contact with who you are. Don't lose it. That's my advice for me. It's perfect. Cool. Thanks for sitting with me. Thanks for sitting with me. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys.